dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. So hit us with your new opening, Nick, so we don't forget. As always, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. We we enjoy getting feedback from people. We do. So uh, and the best way to do that is, again, to, to like it and share it. So that way we know, hey, you're liking it too. Well, we have not been live for over a week now. Yeah. Because I ended up getting pretty sick there. Um I'd have to run to the bathroom constantly. <laughs> that was not fun. And, you know, I, we tried two days in a row now, and I've dropped the ball. So <laughs> I can't, can't seem to get my own schedule right. So today we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about some of the shit going on in our lives because we're both struggling. And uh, uh, honestly, if you're joining us on Twitch, you're getting a twofer tonight because we're also going to talk later to Brian from Timeshare User Group. There you go. About timeshares. And honestly, that episode will follow this episode. So, you know, if you listen to this one a week later, the next one will drop. So, Nick, what are you drinking tonight? Right oh, here? man, I am going with the tried and the true, always the blue Bud Light. Uh, it's, you know, light, refreshing, does the job. What do you got? So for episode number one tonight, I'm keeping it light. I have Lipton Diet Peach Iced Tea. You know, here's the fun fact. Yes. We're doing two episodes tonight, but you can't guess what I'm drinking for episode two. Uh, peach iced tea. <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> so don't share that with everybody. Don't tell them. <laughs> so. Um, so we've had a lot of stuff going on lately. And yeah, I, know, I know I've been struggling hardcore and I know you have too. So I kind of wanted to delve into some of our issues here um, and talk a little bit current events that are going on with us. So before we get into our bullshit yeah um reach out to a lady online the other day yep because she needed some financial guidance and i'm i'm providing that good um she's not in financial peril nope but she feels like she is well she feels like you and i feel well i would say she feels more like me than you possibly even worse though right well i mean because you know that at some point you're going to sell a house right whereas she's probably not going to work again right you know she's she's going to end up going on disability and that's not going to pay her what she's used to okay so she's going to have to make some major cuts spending wise all right let's have a little fun here folks bucks and bruises nick Hi. This is Rachel with the Medicare Department of Health Care Benefits. How are you today? Good, Rachel. Can I have a live person? I'm calling today because the updated plan for Medicare has been released, and it may give you some better access to things like dental. We have too much stuff to do. Yes, sir. It's going to take way too long for us to get a get an actual person yeah. on the phone. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, so I'm giving some advice. I actually pulled you in for some advice. 
Yeah. Um, she even called Rob. Yeah, it's funny because I called Rob right after to get the basis of what he knew before I right. went to the other option. Right. So gonna see how much I can help her out. Um, she's she's done a little bit of investing. I I think we could do better than what she's done. Yeah. Um, and of course, my first thing is we have to have a written budget. Yep. And she does not have one. So I sent her our budget template, our Bucks and Brews budget template. Yep. And said, here, fill this out. And, you know, I'll probably talk about this from time to time as as I help her through this little journey here. And and hopefully we get her where she's not freaking out. Right. I mean, you know, she she does have a decent amount of savings. And even though it's scary, um, there are options. You know, there there's a lot that can be done. Yep. So. Well, and, you know, it's weird. You can have a crap ton of money and still not be able to have things. So, yeah. right, we, we just said, right, she's she's working and getting disability, but doesn't have it. Right. So trying to rent a place, who's going to approve you? Right. You know, oh, I, well, I have all the money up front. Well, again, somebody like me, I don't care about money up front. You can pay for a full year, but what happens after that, right? <laughs> like, and so... You know, you have to find somebody that's willing to take that risk and say, hey, sure, let's, you know, you'll get it. But if you don't, then you have to go. But well, I think the thing that worries me the most about her is desperate people do desperate things. Yep. So she has a dog, felt like she had to find a place immediately. So she found the first place that would take her with a dog, Yeah. which is a six bedroom house for $2,650 a month. Ooh. And she's locked into that lease until April. Yep. That's a lot of money and a whole lot of house. Yeah. For a person and a dog. Yep. So we rent, rent out the rooms, baby. That's what is being worked on. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, again, we'll we'll talk about this journey. You know, not giving any specific information out, but you know, yep. Just uh, letting people know that you know she's doing the right stuff or the wrong stuff or how we're helping or whatever that case may be. Yeah. So that's the biggest key is we're here to help, right? Yeah. Never. We can't guarantee we're going to give you perfect. <clears throat> but we'll help along the way i shared this with you so the lady goes well somebody told me that there's no way you're gonna do this for free you're gonna try to sell me something i said well that person sounds smart because most people would problem is i don't have anything to sell (laughs) so here's what i'm gonna sell you listen to our podcast right tell people about it that's that's what i want and then she was talking about you know having some depression i said hey you want to get rid of your depression Book an appointment at break room therapy. There's my sales pitch. That's it. Right. Say, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And uh, we'll even give you a $5 discount to come in. That may happen. Let's say, um, no, and that, you know, it, take yourself out to dinner because don't you guys do like 10% if you bring a receipt in? Yeah. See, there you go. I saved you five. Any, any of our, any of our vendors. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, you know, I'm, I'm, interested in the journey as well because it's it's a different one it's a new one right i yeah. kind of went through a little bit with my mom yeah and so like i know but she you know she had housing and things like mm-hmm. that but you know this person has housing but it's just too much for their budget yeah. so um you gotta you gotta figure that out money you know a big chunk of money only lasts for so long when you're doing nothing to grow that money correct so um friend of the show the great Steve Henderson. Yeah, we've had him on a few times. He had surgery today. 
uh, had a pacemaker put in and everything went really, really well. Yeah. He is at home resting now because he's very, very tired. Yeah. I told him to take lots of naps and get better so we can have him on again soon. Yeah. Can't wait. That's going to be a fun, exciting because the update is, is we were going to do the, the great Hendy golf outing. We were. And then we were told that the great Hendy wasn't even going to be at his own yeah. golf outing. Which kind of put a damper on playing in the great Hendy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because that meant your my partner, partner would yeah. not be there as well because <laughs> nick had decided yvonne was going to golf with him and all they were going to do was drink old fashioned in the cart it's going to be a day to remember i'm telling you that somebody would remember but not necessarily you no let's see um man i've had i you know we talked about it at the beginning of the episode i've kind of dropped the ball on episodes and things like that you know i have i have my schedule in my phone and I try diligently to put things in there, but I'm I'm realizing even if I have shit in there, for some reason, one and one doesn't equal two to me right now. You know, we were talking Tuesday, mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Sounds great. Tuesday. Great. We're going to do it. We're going to do the episode Tuesday. Yeah. Got the guy, got, got somebody lined up for Tuesday. And I'm like, we're into Monday or something. It might even been Tuesday. And I'm like, Tuesday. I'm like, I'm looking at my, and here I'm talking to David. I'm like, oh yeah, Courtney and I going to the deck tonight. Like I have, a real estate event like it's been planned i was like dude it's been planned for a month like dude i can't do a podcast tonight i don't i don't know how this happened right like here i'm like yeah we're talking about doing bucks and brews and i'm also talking about being in somewhere else and then and i literally said hey is tomorrow good and you go yep yep good so i get a hold of our guests i'm like hey something came up can't do tuesday yeah. is wednesday good and he's like yep wednesday's fine got you right and um, that one wasn't actually in my phone. Um, okay, well, but, at least there's that. But my wife and I had been talking about it because, well, my buddy, my buddy's home from Texas or whatever, yeah. and he's in town because he's going to go do the Port Huron to Mac and then the Chicago to Mac. Yeah. So he's like, hey, meet at mom and dad's house mm-hmm. um, Wednesday. I need, you know, like after five. Okay, great. We'll be there at five o'clock. And I was talking to you during the day, and then I'm talking to Courtney, and uh, you're like, and you had said it like twice. All right, we're going to start early, you know, before six, we'll do an episode and then we'll do an eight o'clock and yep. And as I'm talking to my wife, I was like five and eight o'clock and she goes, what? And I was like, son of a, like, how, how did this happen? How did I really back-to-back days just screw this completely up? So I called David and I was like, dude, I can't do tonight. Like I have, I have plans. Like I've already, like my, my, one of my best friends is in town. I see him, you know, twice a year or three times a year, whatever it is, like very limited, right? And so I already have plans. It's already in the books. Like, I don't know how this happened. And uh, it, that one, it was just like, it wasn't in my phone, but we had been talking. Like, yeah. I'm sitting here telling you I have these plans. And it's like, I feel like in your head, you didn't realize because you were just like, yeah, we, you've already said yes to the podcast. Right. And I'm talking to my wife and I've already told her I'm doing a podcast, but I'm also telling her, yes, I'm doing this thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to go do a podcast like while I'm talking to them because right. yeah, our podcasts don't last five minutes. Right? <laughs> so, you know, if it was like, Hey, I could jump on and jump off. That's fine. But I can't. Um, and so then, you know, today, Thursday rolls around. It's Thursday. Good. And I look at my phone and I was like, yes. And I was like, but wait, let me look at everything. Like, so I call my wife, I look at my phone, I go back through some text messages for the, uh, for the little bit of time. And I'm like Thursday, Thursday is going to work. So then halfway through today, I'm even, like Courtney, can I go just before uh, six? We want to start or something. And she's like, "Yeah, that's fine." I was like, "Okay." So like, I officially have today. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you're doing an eight o'clock." I was like, "Yep, I won't be home till late." Okay, great. Like, 
So I officially have to, and it finally worked out. I'm just like, oh, and so you had to go back to this guy. Yeah, I emailed him again yesterday, and I'm like, hey, sorry, something came up again. Can you possibly do Thursday? He's yeah. like, yeah, Thursday will be fine. I'm like, super. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, just what? And and we, it never happens to me, right? No, like, it never happens to either one of us. It, it's I'm so used to knowing my schedule for the most part, right? Like. I tell people like I'm kind of on call and I know. So like, if I have to go, if I know that somebody's going to need a payment this day, I'm just like, Hey, I can probably do lunch. I'll just have to go get the payment. Like, but like, I can't go do this extended stuff. I can, right. I can skip out here and there and I might have to call you on my way to lunch and say, Hey, I have to go do this because it's this more important. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have the freedom to go do, and I'm just not, I'm not usually like that. And my brain just isn't thinking I'm not putting two and two together. Um, also. Right. So like, it should be good news. Um, I listed a house officially Tuesday. Um, right. Yeah. I, I think that's the official list day. And so then I get an offer like kind of right away, which is great. And then I, you know, so I'm dealing with that. So I'm dealing with a lot of business stuff and getting through things. And, and so I'm not focused on this, right. I'm really focused on my business because I, I need that to finish and get to the, to the end spot. We ended up putting an offer deadline for Friday at four, um, which is tomorrow, which is tomorrow. I'm telling myself it is this. tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, great. We'll, we'll get this all figured out. Um, and then, you know, like today, an example, I get a phone. It was, I love, I love my story. Right. Um, so I, I wanted something specific for lunch mm-hmm. for, so I wanted to make a, an amazing Italian sandwich. Okay. Um, so I go to Meyer, and I so I tell Courtney, I was like, I'm gonna go to Meyer. So I'm getting an Italian sandwich. So I go buy Capricola, I go buy um some ham, uh pepperoni, salami, um, all of it, right? I have banana peppers at home, which apparently <laughs> weren't good, so which bugged me, but uh I grab mozzarella cheese, fresh mozzarella cheese. Mm-hmm. I actually grab some smoked gouda, which doesn't normally go on, but like I wanted to like step this game up. I had all these ambitions, right? I'm going to make a sauce to go on here. It's going to be amazing. I have shreddies, which we love on our sandwiches. And so I've uh, read wine, but you know, like this, I, in my head, I knew exactly the sandwich I wanted. And uh, as I'm at Meyer, I'm halfway through buying my meats, which the lady behind the counter was pissy because I was like, Hey, let me get a, a quarter pound of all these meats. And she's jaw jacking or something. I was like, just give me a half pound of everything. Like whatever, I'll make a bigger sandwich. But um so halfway through, I get a call. Hey, hey, Nick, this is Dan. And uh, but you but you don't remember me. And I was like, damn, man, uh, did we meet at a real estate thing? He goes, kind of. He goes, we're I was out shopping at a Home Depot and you'd give me your number because uh, you heard I had a house or whatever that needed a bunch of work and stuff like that. And I think I'm, I think I'm going to sell it. No shit. Yeah. You know what, Dan? He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'll be honest with you. I'm making like my, my dream sandwich right now. <laughs> like I'm buying all the stuff. I have to go home and feed my family and then I can come out. And uh, he's like, well, if not tomorrow works. And I look at my phone and I was like, no, sir. I have a, I'm busy from 830 till two, well, three o'clock tomorrow. Cause um, that's another, <laughs> another story, but why I'm going to be till three. But um, you know, I, I was like, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to make it today. Right. Like, so again, my, I know that, hey, this is the time I'm going to go do that. So I went all that to Cedar Springs, which is about 45 minutes from where we are. Went and looked at this place and, you know, I got to, now I have people working on that. But like, hey, can I make this happen? What's yeah. going to work with it? Um, so, uh, 
you know, I, I, all I did was make that connection, wrote my number down in a sticky note, said, Hey, if you ever want to make this happen. And it's been a month, maybe two. Yeah. Right? And he, he reached out to me and I was like, it was great. Like, and even if I don't buy it, which I don't, you know, it, when this thing's down to studs and needs siding, it, it's, you know, but needs a lot of work, but the plumbing's done. The electric. So the plumbing is, almost done everything needs to be kind of like hooked up mm-hmm. the electrical is to the panel it just needs to be plugged in um the so I, I still need all the drywall i need insulation i need siding on the whole entire thing um windows are in all but one and then doors you know stuff like but brand new septic tank he's still going to install the water heater and oh the wells like new everything's brand new it's just 90 percent of everything is done like the furnace is there it's just not yeah the electrical hasn't been hooked up to to finish it stuff like that so i'm like all right i just figure out my numbers what this is going to take and um so you know i i was like man what i do works right i sometimes i forget because you go so long without hitting that that base hit for a connection of somebody to call you back right yeah i go to all these meetups all the time and usually i'm you know shaking hands and, and one thing i i pride myself on is you know we'll one of my meetups, we do a thing, and I we talked about it on the the podcast uh, with Sarah. Yeah. Um, about you know have people have a have a couple seconds to introduce themselves and say what they do and what they offer. That way, people can connect quicker mm-hmm. um, without having to like, because what you'll find is you'll click up and you'll pop yeah. up right. Um, and so, you know, I always get out and I was like, hey, if I haven't met you before, I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand. Even if we can't help each other out in business, I I want to know that you know I'm here, and uh, you know so, dude. Again, it was funny because my contractor, you know, he doesn't do any part of the he does the work, right? Yeah. He doesn't do any of the business side of things, so he was like, he was just like, holy shit! Like, you're here buying five thousand dollars worth of stuff while talking to a guy about selling a house, and I was like, this is what I do, baby. Like, this is why I'm good at what I, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, I'm going to call him and let him know that that guy actually called me and see if he wants to do this big of a job because it really, it is a big job. You know, I mean, the big stuff is done, but there's a lot. There's to a do. lot to do. I mean, let's be honest with each other. Um, and so I, you know, I I'm very happy about that. Like, even if it doesn't work out, I'm still like, hey, I got a call. <laughs> you know, like I did the right things, and and I even told the guy, you know, I left the conversation. And it's because I generally mean it, right? So he he's like, even if it doesn't work out, and I was like, dude, even if I don't buy it, even if the numbers don't work out, I love talking to people like you and having a new friend never hurts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I generally enjoy having a conversation because him and I, it's funny because we we both, he's like, you know, we're, we're dropping F-bombs. We're, we're two guys on a site that do the exact same thing. He happened to have some medical things that happened and stuff. And I was like, Dude, if you want to just have a phone call that just shoots the shit about war yeah. stories, right? Like, I'm all about this, man. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I like it, man. All right, let's let's do something." So, um, building that rapport, you know, doing that. Your landscaping guy steps by. Yeah, yeah. How do you like Tony? I like him. His wife too. Okay, good. Yeah, both good people. <laughs> so, I start describing the shit I want done. Yeah, and I figure they're okay with cursing just by looking at him. I don't know. So I say, hey, just so you know, I curse a lot. And he goes, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Sweet. I, I say, I know his wife a little. 
but I mean, Tony bowls with me. And yeah, so that's what he he's does. so fucking used to me cursing, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, every other word and he's, he's worked for me. Right. So he, he knows how I'm going to write it, but yeah, I, I showed him what I got. I'm like, I want this shit gone. Yeah. And he's like, well, this might be hard. This might not be as hard. And I'm yeah. like, just figure it out. Yeah. I said, I got people coming to spray this and spray this and hopefully and fertilize. And hopefully that'll be taken care of. But if not that shit too. Yeah. I'm like, I just want it fucking gone. I don't have time. Yeah. I don't care. So they're going to give me numbers and stuff. And Sweet. We'll see how that goes. Um, of course, I have no money. I'm fucking dead ass broke right now, probably till November. Sure. So I'm, you know, I'm squeezing as much as I can out to get some of this shit paid off. Um, you know, and I'm still okay with a little bit of money. I still owe my mom some money back and, and oh, it's just weighing on me. Yeah. So of course my mental health has been shit. I told Don the other day, I'm like, listen, I, I don't want to do shit. Yeah. I just want to sleep. Yeah. She goes, like, you're because you're tired. I'm like, no, I'm just depressed. And being asleep is better than being awake. Wait, so we kind of had that same conversation. We did, because you're kind of in the same boat a lot. You know, you wake up and you're like, fuck this. This sucks. I'm gonna go back to sleep. Yeah. And and I just don't want to deal with things. Like, you know, I had to go take a photo of a property or a couple photos of a property. Mm-hmm. I had to what the fuck was the other thing? I don't remember. There was a second thing I had to do, and then the, and then all of a sudden, I, as I'm laying in my bed, was it I, your card? No, that was the third thing, right? Oh. So like, I all of a sudden my bank card got freaking hacked or whatever. Okay. So I was like, shit. Um. Oh, and then, and actually, I had lunch that same day that I was supposed to go do. So, but I'm like, oh. and then I, and then I realized, hey, my money's my money's in jeopardy. So I made the phone call while, and I was like, I'll be there at some time. It was funny because I wasn't doing anything, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there at some point because I'm laying in my bed. Like, and then I got in my car and I was like, all right. And then I started driving. And I was like, ah, I should do this. So I quickly stopped and do it. But like, once I get started, I have no problem finishing all the tasks. Same. It's just the ambition to get started at yeah. this point. Right. And uh, I mean, you've seen the pool, like we had it so crystal clear, but there was LG on the bottom or whatever. Um, look, but and then of course my dumbass goes in vacuums, and so that kind of made it, now it's green-ish, and it's like not settling and doing this stuff. So, so you, I can't win. I can't get to a point of you know we talked about it. like I you have weeds or whatever. I have I've pulled weeds. And I just let them sit there, and I'm like oh, I can throw them back in my truck, and I'll eventually take it. But let's be honest, that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just like there's yeah, better things you could do with your time. Yeah. The actual the problem is I'm not doing anything better with my fucking time. No, I'm I playing in goddamn bed. Well, and, and part of that's the depression. I mean, I'm, Don and I are watching a special on Robin Williams last night. Oh, really? Okay. And, uh, you know, I've talked to her a little bit, you know, that I am concerned about you. Yeah. And she goes, you'd know if Nick was going to do anything, right? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. She goes, you don't think he's that bad? I'm like, no, he's just depressed. I, I don't think Nick's at all suicidal. I, I, I couldn't see that. No. She goes, but people didn't think Robin was either. I'm like, yeah, but he was dealing with the really hard illness whereas we're just depressed and like i mean i said it after while i was trying to recover from the sepsis if this was the best it was going to be i don't want to be here anymore. right but that didn't mean i wanted to die it just meant i shouldn't have gone to fucking hospital and let myself die because i didn't want to live that way either right you know and i i told her i said yeah I, i just think nick's in a rut and he can't get out of it because he hears from people, you're a scumbag landlord. And then even though he knows it's bullshit, you hear it enough and you start to believe that shit. I said, you know, full disclosure, you're leaving next Wednesday, right? 
We are camping. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you come home and your kitchen's clean. Because yeah. Dawn told me she goes, they they just can't get ahead. And I'm like, I know. She yeah. goes, Nick's home. I'm like, yeah, but he's so fucking depressed, he just doesn't care. Yeah. And and, and she goes, I, I feel like if I just came in and cleaned the kitchen and maybe did the laundry, they might come home and be like, Oh my God, that's great. And feel good about that. And, and hopefully, you know, that'll, that'll mean something. And I, I didn't want her to just barge into your house and do shit without giving you a heads up, but don't be surprised if she comes over and does that. Well, it's hard because like, you know, I love my wife to pieces mm -hmm. and we're, we're fine, you know, but like, you know, she wants to talk and her version of talking is so fucking different than my version of talking, right? Like, okay, explain. Uh, you know, I, we were, you know, I, I would ask, you know, if she would ask, Hey, do you want cheese on a sandwich? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. And if I ask her, do you want cheese on a sandwich? Well, what kind of cheese? Would it be this cheese, that cheese? And it's like so much fucking more. It's like, God, like to me, I, I just want, I just want, I need an answer. Like I need an answer now. Like, right. Like, and, and so it's, we're into this, right? Like, Hey, what do you want to do about this? And I give an answer and it's not an answer she likes. So then it's, well, this, 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 and I'm like, God damn, like, don't ask for something. You know, here's the example. We we were with some friends because we went away to uh, for uh, the casino. Okay, yeah. Okay. And Soaring uh, Eagle. Eagle, yep. And uh, we have we have $25 in free food or whatever and $25 in free slot play. So the food, so she's looking it up. And uh, I was like, hey, just let you guys know the buffet is not around anymore. I found that out from talking to some friends. And then so she hops on the phone or she, you know, she's like Googling. She's like, oh, they have this, this, and well, they have a Ruth Chris. And I was like, no, the Ruth Chris isn't open yet. Um, it's still being worked on. Well, it says it's taking reservations. And I was like, yeah, yeah reservations for when it's open. Well, no, I think, but it said tonight or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. it's not fucking open, but like, whatever. And so I, I gave, I was like, look, just call. Well, what do you mean? And I was like, hop on the phone, make a phone call. Well, who who am I calling? Call the restaurants to see if we need a reservation. Well, I have to call four people. Yep. Or you can hop online and fucking do what you're doing still. Like you're annoying me at this point and you don't see it because I I told you how to fix this problem, right? Get on the fucking phone and call. Like to me, this isn't fucking rocket science. Like you asked me, oh well, do we need a reservation? Do we need this? I don't know the fucking answer. I know how to find the answer and I've given you the solution to figure it out. And you're sitting here going, well, we could just look at this and look at this. So then I'm already irritated. We get, and so I was like, fine, we're going to fucking Ruth Chris. Cause I was going to prove a fucking point and that it's not open. Right. We're going to Ruth Chris. We're going to, we get there and they don't, they still think that Ruth Chris is available, even though we walked the whole casino and nobody, <laughs> like nobody's seen it. But, uh, you know, so I was like, Hey, do you want to go to this place? And she goes, Oh, we were thinking about going to ascend. Fine. We'll go to fucking ascend. And she's like, well, we can go there. So we go to ascend and I look at the menu and it's, it's bar food kind of a thing. And I was like, I didn't really want to, like, I wanted a steak at this point. Right. Like, right. Cause you were talking about Ruth Chris so right. much. Well, you know, I just like, I from spending 25 and free. Like I want to get like the best out of what I can get. Right. So I ended up with some nachos that I hated, but like, I didn't want a burger plain and simple. I just didn't want a burger. Right. right? But like, that's what they had. And, uh, 
you know, so it's fine. We ordered appetizers, had had our food. I, I, I'm fat, dude. Like, as long as I eat, I'm okay. Right. right? Like, um, you know, so then she's like, why, why, why can't you just have a discussion about it? And I was like, because it's not a discussion with you. Like, that's not, like, what we had right there was not a discussion. It was, you needed an answer. I gave you the answer. You just didn't want to put that into action. Like, it's not how you would fix it. So if you're asking me, what do you think? And I give you my opinion of what I think and you don't do it, that you're right. That's not a discussion because it's not how you want to have the discussion. You want a whole different answer. You want something put differently. Is there, is there a, but again, I, I go straight Did to the she want you to call? I, no, I have no fucking, like, I, she just wants to like figure out if she has to do it online. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and have that conversation because again, I have the solution, right. Plain and simple. It, you know, David, if I'm trying to figure out if fucking subway's open, I have two choices. And Call them or go there. Factual statement, right? Yeah, because if you look it up online, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Exactly. You know, we were we were coming home yesterday, and it was really late, and we had eaten earlier with my buddies, and then we drank, and then we got, you know, we left, we got home at like midnight, mm-hmm. but Wendy's in Hudsonville actually closed at midnight. We got there at like 11.50 or 11.45 or so. And uh, our food was so fucking cold, and, uh, except for we had really hot fries. Um, but uh, Mike's going to join us. And, uh, you know, I, I I didn't care, right, at like, this point, because I wasn't, I wasn't starving, but I could eat. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I didn't tell her to call, right, because I just had this conversation about right. it. And, and like, you knew what was going to happen. I was like, right, not a, not a big deal, right? Um, if they're not open, I guess we don't eat. <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. Um, so, you know, it, it's just, it's oh. that Mike and I are matchy, matchy. I just matchy, matchy, yes. you know, oh, so it's that, it's that type of stuff, right? Like her, you know, Hey, what do we do about this? So here, here's here in my head, here's the response. And then you don't do the response. So like, why in my, why should I care if you're not going to listen? You know, like, sure you're listening, but you're not acting upon listening. Right. So I'm going to tell you what I've experienced in the last two months. Yeah. Okay. Don and I started seeing a marriage therapist Yeah. because we can't have a conversation together and see the other person's point of view at all. Sure. And she thinks I'm just being a prick. And I think she's negating every feeling I have. Sure. So first time we sit down with this woman, Don, you know, Don always talks first because it's kind of not my thing. I want to sit back and listen. Yep. So she lays out everything for this woman. And then she goes to me and says, well, how do you feel about this? And I lay out how I feel. She goes, so you feel invalidated. Right. And you don't feel like she's on your side. Right. Mm -hmm. And Dawn, what what are we going to do about that? And, And really it got thrown back on her to understand that this is how I feel and why I feel the way I feel. And having that impartial person validate how i was feeling really helped her and i talk to each other so since our first time talking to her which was right at the beginning of june we haven't had a fight good like we've had a few dust-ups because again i'm i'm depressed so i'm extremely irritable but she'll say to me hey you're really worked up today you okay and my answer is no i'm not okay i'm really just not feeling right i can't pinpoint it i don't know why 
I'm not mad at you. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And that's been able to keep us from having a stupid fucking fight because that's what we do. We have the same stupid fucking fights that you and Courtney have. Yeah. Why, why are you upset? I'm not. Right. And then they ask so many times that now I am fucking upset. If you ask me one more fucking time, I'm going to be absolutely livid. Yep. And 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 it goes to that, right? And it's like, but also, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Like, Nick, Nick, why are you upset? Well, because I'm stressed about my fucking house and I have to get it for sale. Well, now I'm stressed that it's for sale. Now I'm stressed I won't get the offer. Hey, now I'm stressed that the offer won't close. Now I'm stressed. Like, I have two months of stress and then like, well, you know, hey, if it's doing this, you shouldn't do it. That's where I make my fucking money, you know? Um, And so like that, and it's like, she doesn't want to hear it. But like, we go back to the house cleaning thing, right? And I've tried, so I don't do dishes. Um, I, I just, it's, I don't do anything, but um, let's <laughs> say, but like I've I've gone above and beyond. Everybody's gonna think I'm an asshole, blah blah blah. But like normal, like I just right dishes is the one thing I just don't like to do. Um, and so I've been unloading the dishwasher like okay. on purpose, right? Just to make sure she knows that I'm still making an attempt, right? And uh, she's thanked me for it type thing. But it's like even in her head, like so in my head, it's like, hey, I've done dishes, so that way you don't feel overwhelmed by that dish aspect. It's like, damn, she hasn't even, like, she'll load the dishwasher, but it's like, we're both just doing that. The bare minimum. But it's like, and, and, and what pisses me off is like, again, I have, I have a solution, right? I've told you, we've had this talk. How many times have I said, I'll hire a fucking cleaner, right? And she doesn't want to. And then we get to the house and it's disgusting. And I'm like, we could hire a fucking cleaner. Well, <laughs> you know, we don't need to. Then go clean it. Well, we can clean it. Okay, great. Pick a fucking room. This is how I work. Like this, you want to clean? We'll clean one thing at a time. Well, if you just take care of your stuff, all my stuff is we in have... a fucking pile right here. Don't touch this pile. Yes, if that's the one thing that's keeping you from cleaning all of the rest of it, I'll fucking figure. I'll be the last one to take care of it. You get everything else done, and I will take care of this fucking pile. And if you throw more into my pile, I will make sure that pile is fucking gone. Uh, Mike hates us, obviously. Uh, um, but like we have the same exact fight because I've said. I'll just hire a fucking cleaner. Yeah. Nope. They don't need to clean your shit. Okay. I get that. I have a lot of clutter. Yeah. It's not, it's just, I have a lot of shit. So sometimes there's piles around Yep. and yeah, I don't necessarily like it, but I have to have a place to fucking put shit. Yep. And we fight about it constantly. I, I know that I talked to Courtney a little bit when I took her to get her car. Yeah. And I told her, I said, you know, I don't know what Nick tells you at home, but I know that, when him and I are talking on the air, he says all the time how much he loves his wife. Oh, yeah. She goes, yeah, it's hard for me to believe because I don't hear it enough or I don't hear it much. No. I'm like, well, that's because you guys are constantly bitching at each other. Well, so, and, and I think the difference is, is I say it so much to where it's just become a normal thing, right? Like, we're at the casino or whatever. And to tell you, like, so sh- we kind of met at, like, husband wife husband wife so husbands are hanging out and so she comes up and oh are you down and i was like yep all right and then she's like all right we're gonna go get a drink okay bye i love you right all right let me do and then walks and so like i say that i mean you see it all the time like when you're at the house like hey you guys want food yep hey can you grab that all right thanks love you like and so i say it just like as a natural type of a thing like as a goodbye or a hello right, right. hey love you know that type of a thing and so it's like, you know, the other day she said some bullshit, you know, because we were talking about the the not talking thing. She's like, I guess we'll just live a, a sad married life where we act like we're doing whatever. And I was like, that's how the fuck you feel. Like, that's so bullshit. You know, and then 
she was she she made a she made a a comment that didn't it wasn't supposed to come out the way it did, but she didn't understand that it totally what, came out that way. Right. Yeah. So the example was we we're talking about her friend who who is a nurse or whatever makes good money, and so now she's making enough money to where her husband stays at home with the kid. Mm-hmm. Her other friend's having a baby, and her baby dad is on disability, so he stays at home. And then there, you know, she goes, "Yeah, we, you know, we we said, oh, isn't it funny that all of our dads are stay-at-home dads?" I was like, "I have a fucking business. I run my goddamn like I just lost." And she's like, "I didn't mean it that." No, I was like, "You fucking did. Like, I'm not like like you're attacking me as a person at that point. Like, you, this is the whole thing. Like, I don't need to look be looked at upon as a god, but like you need to understand that what the fuck I do, I take very seriously." And you don't respect that, right? And then we have that conversation. I'm like, well, I didn't mean it that way. Then say what you mean next time. And now you're sitting here trying to backtrack. Like, you guys thought it was funny that, oh, there's two, three stay-at-home dads. No, I, I still bring in plenty of fucking money. I happen to have my time that I can do the things. Like, you pissed me off. And, like, she didn't understand, like, how much it hurt. And, yeah. like, because I, I I'm when you think of a stay-at-home mom, right, it's, like, the person that doesn't bring any income, and they do this, no, like, I, I'm, it's, like, me telling she's a stay-at-home mom because she works from fucking home, right? You, you and I take that shit very personally. Very. Dawn had said to me a few years ago, well, you just work from home. You don't work that hard, and mind you, she had worked from home for a, quite a period of time as well. Yeah. And a, that just sits in my brain and rattles around forever, you know, when we started therapy i'm i'm like listen she says this shit and it pisses me off mm-hmm. she goes i haven't said that in a long time i'm like doesn't fucking matter it's not like you backtracked on it and said oh i i realized that even though you're not physically you know going to a job and and working you know physically hard yeah. that your th- job does take a mental toll on you it's not that fucking easy and again i enjoy my job mm-hmm. but it's still a fucking job yeah and I have to use my brain and that tires me out, especially now because my brain doesn't work like it used to. Yeah. So everything I do tires me the fuck out. Yeah. So if I have to sit there at one o'clock and, and log off for 30 minutes to take a fucking nap, guess what? I'm going to log off for 30 minutes and take a fucking nap. Yeah. It's not like I don't get my hours in, but I might have to do it a little differently now than I did 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been ho- full time at home for 12, 13 years, yeah. 12 or 13. I don't know. Just that dig hurts because yep. then you feel invalidated by your spouse. Right. And I mean, I know last time we were together over at your place, you were harsh. Okay. She pissed you off and you were harsh. Yeah. And Dawn had said something to me. She's like, you know, you used to do that to me all the time. Right. Because you didn't validate anything i felt you didn't understand where the fuck i was coming from and you said a lot of the same things courtney's saying and i'm not bagging on courtney at all because she feels how she feels and that's fine she's entitled to it absolutely but she also needs to see the other side and i mean i talked to her a little bit i said you know nick feels attacked because of your parents because of your cousin i said you know these people tell him that he's a piece of shit she goes but i i do defend him I said, me the one time. I said, he doesn't feel it. I said, I realize that you, th- you think that you are defending him and I'm not saying you're not, but he doesn't feel that mm-hmm. he feels alone on a fucking Island. Oh, 100%. so the words are right. So she did defend me, right. For what, what was said and stuff like that. 
but we were looking at that house, which we talked about on, on the episode, right? Yep. And she said, well, it's just really hard, you know, to when people say all these things and now we're going to go out and buy a half a million dollar house. And I'm like, see, like in your head, like that's what, that's what comes off. Yeah. You're, you're not proud of what I do. You're not happy with what I do. You're, I'm not making, like, you don't put me off as this. I don't, again, I don't need a guy persona, but like, I need you to understand that I've provided, I've done what I need to do. Like I, you're not proud of me. Right. And like, I need you to feel that way for me. And it, it's so, and she doesn't get it and understand it. And it's, it's just, it's her, like, I'm sitting here just going, wait, you, you don't want other people to understand that I just spent so much discount of rent. I bought people out of this part, part of thing. Oh, well, well, you know, some people could look at it as taking advantage of, you don't need to be that some people, right? Like understand the good side of things. Like there's, you can look at a fucking glass is half empty or half full. Which one are you going to look at? Right? Like, so, and, and that that's, and, but like, it's the things like that that really get to me because it's holy shit. Like you're not seeing the words that just came out of your mouth as any bit hurtful because you don't think it is. Right. Well, and it doesn't, there's no validation for you there. So like the person I'm helping bought a piece of artwork for $27,000 still owes 20 some odd thousand. I think 20, let's just say 20. What's it worth? I'll give you the same answer. I gave Mike, whatever somebody's willing to pay for it. Sure. Supposedly it's worth the 27. She bought it. Okay. Okay. And she says to me yesterday, um, I, I think I might have to take a loss. I said, you better prepare yourself to take a loss. Because right now, if somebody offers you 22, fucking take it. You get $2,000 over what you owe. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you need assets. And yes, that's an asset, but it's not a liquid asset. Right. And again, you have to find somebody to buy it. You know, the first words out of my wife's mouth is I'm, I'm writing this to this person. Almost sounds like buying some fucking grain. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, that's, we can only give you advice whether you take it and whether we're right or wrong. Like, that's why what you and I do, we take it very serious because we want to give you what yeah. we think is the best possible advice. Right? So I'm, I'm kind of interested here because Mike has seen Don and I fight like cats and dogs and he knows your situation. Mike, what's your take on, on this about, you know, how we interact or don't interact with our, our wives and what we're doing good and what we suck at? I mean, I think the biggest, and I mean, again, not seeing like, Nick and Courtney as much other than like the little bit of time on the cruise when it was a little too drunk and you know pissed her off a bit um you know there's I think it's I know I, it would be good probably if like because maybe you know you're disappointed about things she's saying she's not fully understanding you know what you do i mean getting in and maybe talking to a therapist would help you know you can say what you need to say she can say what she needs to say and then i think the bigger I mean, problem thing with Tom, i'm like they they're better now than they were but there's still been points where yeah like literally every almost conversation turns into a fight yeah, we've had a lot of that. And, you know, I say, Mike, since you're joining us, what are you drinking? I'll unscrew it first. So I've got first the Gaelic Ale. That is brewed in Asheville, North Carolina. And then I've got also from what I picked up on my vacation, it's, i to get used to the fact that I got another, a white zombie white ale. It's actually a New Orleans-based 
hmm. beer, but they're both good. So, no, and and you know, I don't know. I, I say to me, a therapist. I don't know. It's it's just like losing weight, right? I can fucking do it on myself, you know. But um, but you really can't when it's more than just you. Yeah. Like if it was really just you fixing you, yes, you could do it by yourself. But I don't think you would. You're not going to fix a marriage which involves a second person without. Yeah. Are you both being willing to put in the effort or getting somebody else involved? No, I, I told totally that's what I was Monday. trying to do before I got divorced. Like my ex spent you know years never telling me what was bothering her, and then when she finally told me what was bothering her. In her mind, the marriage was too far gone to repair. Sure. And so I, she I, was like, well, you know, you can go to therapy, but I'm not going to go to therapy with you. So well, I'm, I told well, Angela. I'm willing to try to make it work, so we may as well get a divorce because it's got to be both of us. Right. Well, I told Angela on Monday, I said, you know, if I hadn't started seeing you in 2015, Don and I would not be together. I, I, I was in such a bad spot that everything we did we fought about and i mean she ended up having that stroke a few months after i started seeing angela so it's not like i would have left at that point or she would have left at that point but by the time she got the job at vw she'd have been fed up with my shit and just walked the fuck out i mean she did right she literally did she left for a couple of days and you know i i i'm not gonna say it was a wake-up call because it really wasn't i thought it was bullshit why she was leaving um remember that Angela, you know, she, she's helped me at least understand why I have the issues that I have, you know, and, you know, not to, not to blame anyone, but I mean, Mike knows, cause he was there at times while I was growing up, that that house was filled with fucking childhood trauma. Right. I mean, it, it just was my grandmother. She was the person you wanted on your side, but half the time she wasn't on your fucking side, which meant she was a miserable person to be around, you know, I, it was Aunt Sue was great. Here's the thing. She was gonna be by your side when the chips were down. Like if she yeah. was if you were dealing with like somebody like you know, if she would have been alive when you were going through like bankruptcy and stuff. Oh, she was. Oh, was she? Like oh, yeah. I couldn't I like I could see her literally going into all the banks and say, You don't make my grandson pay that money. Oh no, she she told me I was a piece of shit at that point. <laughs> so, if somebody was picking on me on the other hand she would have yeah. absolutely just gone in there and whipped their ass all yeah. 90 pounds of her yeah but i mean you know even aunt sue wasn't great until after i graduated high school she mm-hmm. she was kind of a bitch yeah you know my mom was the one that was really holding me together and then of course you know the more loss she went through the more detached from reality she's gotten unfortunately and mm-hmm. you know like for example her toilet's plugged yeah and she can't get it unplugged so i said to her last night do i need to come down no nope. oh. i'll see how it is in the morning cool i asked her today how is it? it's still plugged i said great i can't get down there before sometime next week just so you know you have two other toilets use them yeah for once i didn't get a guilt trip but i'm sure it will come at some point in the next couple of days because that's the relationship we have. She makes me feel guilty because I have responsibilities in my life and she's not the number one responsibility. Well, and it's hard because you feel bad for it, right? I do. Be- I feel like a horrible son. So that's, okay. 
and my mom is a prime example as well okay so i'm i'm flipping a house mm-hmm. okay my con so my mom thinks that my contractors are hers for some fucking reason and so she's like hey do you have anybody that can fix it and i was like yep but um they're doing this i can get them whenever i can get them at this time i can send them well my contractor goes into afib so he has to go be with this fan like he has to yeah. go take care of this right yeah. well it is 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 the contractor going to do this no he had to go away for a bit hey is this going to get taken he had afib he had to go get his heart reset like um i'll i'll, I'll get it mm-hmm. we're in the final week um of getting this stuff is hey is this job gonna get done for my friend like jesus fucking christ i told you i will get it i've talked to the contractor he knows after he's done with my job you will get well you don't need to snap and blah blah blah. you've asked me four fucking times i told you i'll schedule it i'll get it it doesn't have to happen in your time frame if you don't want what i have to offer go do somebody else like and that's what people don't understand like i and so i'm sitting here going man i have to like my mom should be like i have a dripping faucet okay I have a dripping faucet. Okay. Like she won't ask, right? She'll just be like, I have a dripping faucet. I have a plug toilet. I have a plug toilet. Okay. I have a plug toilet. Did you try plunging it? Yes. Okay. Did you snake it? Well, I don't have that. Okay. The next question would be, well, do you, Nick, do you, Nick, could you, could you do it? Well, yeah. You know what? And I'll be over there in three days. Well, I blah, blah, blah. Like, mom, I have, this is my schedule. This is yeah. what I have. Like, if, if I can come over, I'll, I'll fucking come over early. But like, yeah, if not, here's a number. Well, I can't afford that. Fuck. Like, all right, I'll, you know what? Let me just move everything around. Right. And I'll come over because and fucking you're do that. So fucking annoyed at this right. part because you're a shitty son. Right now, I'm a shitty son, and I don't do anything ever yeah. for this woman. Yeah. So I have to drop everything in my fucking life to go take care of this fucking problem. That's not really a problem. She said to me today, "Well, I'll have to call somebody." I'm like, "You don't have to fucking call anybody. I have a snake at my fucking house. Yeah. You'll have to wait until I can come down. You have two other bathrooms. Use one of the other fucking bathrooms." And mind you, she's not putting any pressure on me, but I'm putting it all on myself because I know what she's saying when she gets off the phone with me. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's the hard part, right? It's like, you're sitting here going, look, but I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Right. And it's just, it's just constant, you know, like my, my in-laws and I haven't been very clear apparently on expectations, right? Like they get a low rent in my opinion. And I told them like, this is your house. You take care of all of the stuff. I'm giving you this discount. Well, so I ended up changing changing a fucking water heater out. That became my bill somehow. Um, roof pieces. Hey, your your roof. You have some shingles flying off. Oh, okay. I'll fucking fix that. Oh, hey, you have you have this going on. Oh, okay. Let me pay for your f- like. Sure, you're not making that like. But you get such a big discount. Well, you should be handling this bill. So, hey, you know, I get a text. All right. There's so much that's into this. That's fucking annoying me right now. Um, well, we, I get a text uh, about. Um, hey, or no, he was over for Mother's Day. Hey, do you have a do you have a pipe wrench? I can't I can't get a pipe or whatever for the outside spigot. It fell apart. It's not, you know, hundred year old piping, it's just crumbling. First of all, you're fucking stupid. That's not how this works. Okay. It's not how any of this works. It's it's like you know, the whole I unfriend, I unfriend you. Yeah. All right, fine, cool. And so he's like, Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. And then I get a a thing. Hey, do you have a plumber that you like to use? No, you know, my, I, my plumber, my plumber was on vacation for a week. So I was just like, nope, call anybody you want. Right. Like, right. Um, okay. Well, they said they can't touch it because it's not up to code and, and they're going to have to re-plumb the whole entire house. 
okay you call a fucking moron like how do you not nope the whole house needs fucking no oh, jesus christ i can't can't deal with you people like whatever so oh we have two we have one other person that came out and said something and then we have another person uh we person won't come out because we're not the homeowners okay fucking tell me the homeowner <laughs> like and then the next one would be uh you know we can't they can't come out till wednesday my plumber is back in town at this point so i was like look give keith a call he'll you know he'll he'll be able to take a look at it keith goes over there and i know the price was my plumber is the greatest plumber that has walked planet earth bow to the guy right um so it was cheap enough to where my father i was my father-in-law took care of the bill okay so like that's how i that's how cheap keith is but so he's i was like hey so it was ten dollars oh i was right maybe you know, 40 or less like right. you know kind of a thing and i was like so it's all taken care of yep he fixed the the one pipe that needed to be fixed so the whole place doesn't need, I didn't ask, right? The whole place doesn't need to be fucking re, re-plumbed. Yeah. And I was like, see, this is like the whole thing. You don't understand. And so then, so we were in, we were in Florida in December. Yep. House got shot. Yep. It's just random. This is Granville. This is a, it's an A-class yeah. neighborhood. It's a nice neighborhood. Okay. And it just, it happened. It happened in Hudsonville as well. Stuff like that. It happened to be mine. I was, so I post on Facebook. I was like, hey, anybody got a window person? And my father-in-law responds, hey, I work for a hardware store. I'm planning to take care of it. Okay. Well, you know kind of a little bit of what's going on and stuff like that in my life. So I happen to be over there. So I was like, hey, I have to walk somebody through. So I walk through my whole house and I get up to the fucking window and there's uh, like a thin sheet of insulation on the window that's not fucking fixed. And it's seven fucking months later. The drywall where it hit my my shower mm-hmm. is dug out so much, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm I'm sitting here trying to take a deep, and like I haven't even responded to these people, like because I don't know how to, because I can't, I have to walk on eggshells with these people, like, hey, I'm sorry, you told me you were going to take care of this. When was this going to happen, right? Like, I don't know how to put that, and so that's why Nicely, I, yeah. I've started using Chat GTP, like, hey, how do I, how do I say, hey, you said you were going to take care of this six months ago. How would you like when when do you think that the six months time frame might actually happen? Like, you know, or seven months. Like it, it I I took responsibility, then you took responsibility. So at that point it's your responsibility, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something you've never heard from me. Yeah. You need to fucking put these people out. <laughs> Let's say no, like and and so it's take them out. It's very it's very hard. You can't just do that. I mean, in my life you can't just do that, especially But you need to. I know. Because like, until you do, A they will never respect you, and B it will keep coming between you and your wife. Yeah. But and so it's it's we'll talk about I don't want to get into too much detail. Yeah. But we'll talk about that off air. It's not you viewers. I love to share every part of my life, but um I'm just saying it's it's actually being worked on, right? Yep. Um so you Again, know, I'll, I'll my, tell... here, you know, here, here, we'll just dive into all of it because I, as much as I don't care. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say so this my... first before you decide to just delve into it because you don't have to. Um, I, I've said it before. You're providing a place at below market value because I told Dawn, I'm like, Nick could get $2,000 for that house. Mm-hmm. She goes, that's bullshit. I'm like, what do you mean it's bullshit? It's the going rate. Yep. I said, that doesn't mean that he would necessarily charge two thousand. I'm telling you right now, you could get two thousand for that house. It's a full fucking house yeah. with a garage mm-hmm. in a nice neighborhood. Four bedrooms, two bedrooms. I've got a question for you, Nick. 
with the rent that they pay, does the rent that they pay even cover your monthly payment on that house? In in theory, the answer is yes. And the taxes and the insurance. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's so just a, covered. Escrow, no, it's a little. So I got a raise. I get uh, like 200 bucks more now. Okay. But, so depreciation is a thing, which depreciation basically means, hey, every, you know, a roof lasts 20 years. Yep. Okay. And so yeah. this roof's going to cost me 40 grand, right? So I'm supposed to be able to make that money up through time. So in theory, I've lost, well, let's just say 9,000 dollars worth of money i should be putting into this property yes. every year um for for this many years stuff like that um 2000s bare minimum like actually if you look it up i should be should be getting about 25 to 27 mm -hmm. okay um it's four bedrooms two bathrooms in granville like yeah. um i can you know sure it's not up to date um and i there's some stuff i'd have to do to get that money but i'm gonna say it's thirty thousand dollars for me to go do that and I would make that back in a two-year period. Okay, so like that's not the issue. What, um, what could you sell it for right now? Uh, I just my realtor thinks we just so we walked it because we're at that point. Uh, my my in-laws told me that they felt they were trapped because five years ago, I asked them if they were staying because I was going to go refi to purchase a a big complex. And I was like, hey, I just want to make sure before I screw myself. Well, two, they said yes, hopefully forever. Two months later, two months later, they're like, hey, something happened in their life. Oh, we got to move. And they put it on Facebook. And I was like, motherfucker, you said you're going to stay. Yeah. Like, I was like, why would you, why would you not tell me you'd put it on Facebook? Like, hey, like, and that, like, again, don't blindside me. Like, come to me straight man to man and type no of thing. No respect. Right. And that, that's how I looked at it. But, um, you know, um, sorry. I think we said, I have to figure this out. Sorry. Um, 270. If I put work into it, we're thinking 350s. Um, but like as is, I think 275, 280 um, in current condition. So, mean, if you're talking about needing $30,000 work to get to the point where you could maybe sell it for. Sixty thousand more. I mean, you're probably it's it's worth. Yeah, at this point, just to sell it as is, and maybe have to make some concessions or whatever. I suppose if there's critical things that are like this, really needed to be done. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think it was like two eighty, two ninety. To be honest, um, just as is. So okay, they're doing, doing no work. See your frustration no with them. Yeah. Posting online, they have to move because I mean, even if and it, but, only, but it's happened, it's happened three times, right? Even if you're only breaking even on this house, yeah, you're still expecting that break even income on that house before you make yep these other big purchases. Yep, and that was that was all I did five years ago. I asked him, hey, just because I didn't want you know, because that's I'm a conservative person. Yeah, if they said no, like I would, I would have said, hey, okay, hey, we got to figure this out because I'm going to sell the house or I'm going to do something, right? Like. That way, I just have the money. Like I'm going to be playing it simple. Bring in, a, you, bring in a renter who would pay what you could actually get for. It. That might be not right. That was back yeah. then. That was an option. Hey, I need a, I need more money, or I need, yeah, to sell it, or like whatever it was, right? Like, if you're not planning to stay, I need to figure out what I'm doing with this property because no matter what, I'm buying this big purchase because that's life changing money, and this is just getting me by. Right. Um. So it was, 
it's kind of that. But um, you know, so they have a conver- so here, this is what happens. Um my my wife is in a text message group with my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my wife, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law. Who's yeah, missing? That you. you always have family like I'm missing, right? Yep. There's one more of us. And I said, you guys want me to feel like family? You guys want me to feel accepted? But yeah, you guys have these conversations. Like, who the fuck's not part of this? Don't tell me that. It'd it'd be one thing if your sister-in-law wasn't in it because she married into the family just like you did. Kind of it, right? But she's in it. Yep, all of them. Right, all of them are in it. And I'm like, you want me to feel like family? You want me to fucking feel respected? You want me to feel any part of this? And my wife's like, yeah, I get it. And I was like, look, I've, I, here's, here's more of my life, right? Uh, my brother-in-law, I respect the guy. I think, you know, he's, and my, my wife's excuse is, well, he doesn't plan things. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? I said, Hey, let's get together once a week, once a month, whatever it is. And we picked, I think once a month, we were supposed to, we got together for like two or three months and then it died out. We're going to go to a bar, just shoot the shit for, you know, a little guy's night for a couple hours, just the two of us, right. Connect. Um, I've been there for my father-in-law, walk through all of his fucking dreams that he wants to do, encourage him to start anything like, Hey, go to your catering, go to I've had conversations, sat with my mother-in-law while she's, she moved out with, I'll throw everybody's fucking dirty laundry. Um, yep. She moved out because my father-in-law was such a shitty human being and, you know, he's back, she's back now type thing. But like, I was there for that, right? I, I stopped what I was doing. I was in the middle and I drove over there just to give her a hug, just to say, hey, I'm here. Like, and you know what the fuck I get? Oh man, Nick. You're keeping me here in my house. You're keeping me here in the house in a, in a payment I can afford. They have the audacity to sit here and tell my wife, which I get, whatever. They tell my wife, so it shouldn't come to me in that sense of things. I think Nick's mad about the truck, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. I'm jealous of it because you chose a six or $700 payment on a truck versus giving me a rent increase for what would be more fair. Uh, you chose to choose you in this situation. And I now have to look at a 2026 F-150 that looks really nice while I drive a 2003 beat up thing that your husband backed into broke my taillight and didn't pay for it. It's still broken at this time. Right. Didn't pay for the fucking repair, but like, you're right. Yes. Yes. I am jealous. I'm, I'm upset. I'm hurt because you chose your thing of a $700 payment versus giving me more. Right. Yeah, I'm not afraid to admit, but like, I haven't told them that, right? But like, if you want to ask, I'm not afraid to say that. Like, yes, you were selfish. You chose you. They'll say that to your wife, but mm-hmm. they don't give a shit enough about you. Because she, they know that she's the liberal one who will give. I'm not, I don't even think it's that. She's their daughter. So she's just going to accept it because she's their daughter. Mm-hmm. And, and But at the same time. I, I, you know, it's it's different because Don has a foster mom, not an actual mom. But during the whole Trump shit, yeah, I told her foster mom to go fuck herself, yeah, because she was so goddamn Trumpy. Mm-hmm. And I told Don, I said, your mother in law or your foster mom is a shitty human being. I don't like her. I don't want to fucking be around her. Yeah, and Don still loves the woman. But at the same time, you can't carry on a conversation with her because everything's Trumpy. Yeah. And that's hard. And again, she doesn't, she won't defend what I do because she doesn't feel like she can. Kind of like Courtney doesn't defend what you do because she doesn't feel like she can. 
but because she'll she'll be in her opinion and this is what she said right i'm i'm okay with writing everybody out of my life because you know i i don't care type thing where she doesn't want to give up everybody and i'm like but why and to me it's i'm not giving up everybody i'm giving up the people that don't respect me and believe in me right well, she said that to me too because she goes you know i lost my best friend because of nick she goes but it was also her fault too see and i went let's walk through that situation okay how long, how long did you and i not talk yep. we didn't talk from 2000 basically, november of 2001 part of 14 plus years it was november of 2001 until october of 2015 let's uh you're talking basically 14 years yeah, yeah. That's, Does that's, that anything to do with you and I officially ever being really pissed off at each other? No, I hated the girl you were fucking dating, and you didn't really like Dawn. Yeah. And they fucking but hated you each other. You realized after after you married her that I was basically so. Again, I you know everything I, I saw at Dawn, you finally realized was true. But well, and I mean, I saw, yeah, I didn't know she was I full of shit. Realized was true. Yeah. Maybe we were just dumb for another thirteen years. And, to get back together right i mean what you say nick is the same way i am because don has the same argument with me well you can just walk away from anybody i do that for my own peace of mind and for my own sanity and to protect myself yeah. listen i don't fucking need anyone i need caitlin that's who i need i need my mom that's who i need everybody else can come or fucking go it doesn't really matter to me if you're going to be a shithead bye well, and and even when mike and i stopped talking literally the time we knew we weren't mad at each other I said, hey, when you're done being a dick, let me know. Yeah. And he goes, same. And we didn't talk for 14 fucking years. Yeah. Did you guys ask each other, hey, you done being a dick? No, he sent me a message. He goes, you can tell me to fuck off if you want, but I'm really sorry about Aunt Sue. Oh, okay. And I went, that means a lot to me. And he goes, I, you know, I would love to come to the memorial, but I'm out of town that weekend. I'm like, that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I'd kind of like to get together. And I'm like, cool, let's do that. Yep. And I mean, we literally didn't miss a beat my uh and literally it was i mean we basically filled in each other about what happened over 14 and a half years by that point yeah and it's like we've never really skipped a beat no you know my my wife's best friend um she lived in her grandparents house that she was supposed to buy or something didn't buy it moved into a boyfriend's i don't know where she moved doesn't matter um yeah, moved it, and then they, yep, she moved into this guy or something like that, and then they, they were selling that house, and I was like, hey, I happen to have a unit, and I was like, look, I want, I'm not going to charge you security deposit, I'm going to renovate it actually nicer, Um, I did hardwood flooring, because I used to just do carpets and things like yeah. that, and uh, I, I went a little above and beyond what I normally do, Um, I charged them a, a, quite a bit less rent than, you know, whatever, I just did the normal Nick thing, Um, and so then time goes by. Okay, and then they complain about smoking from the upstairs tenant, and because there's no smoking policy, and I'm like, okay. Um, so I text the tenant, and I was like, hey, um, no smoking, right? There's there's cigarette butts here, and then tenant, you know, my wife's friend texts me, hey, cigarette butt just fell, and blah blah blah. Okay, I I can't just go for an eviction. And like the thing is, is, she wanted me to do things that she thought was so. Like, and that's the whole thing. Like, this is what I want people to be landlords, right? I don't want that, but like, go be in my situation where you would handle it differently, but legally you'll just get your ass ripped. Yeah. Right. So again, the person threw a cigarette butt down and it hit you. What do you want? Me? And so also this time she's pregnant. 
maybe had a kid type like i think she might have been like eight so she's in this like emotional distress type thing and so uh they're like we have to move out blah 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 okay fine understand i go over there and i was like hey um, i didn't charge you security deposit these are the three things that i need um paid for right like well we did we did this upgrade we did this and we didn't ask you for a thing and i was like i didn't ask you to do yeah, that you just because you did shit on your own so um then she uh one of her friends texted and was like hey when can i come get that new hood vent that was put up i paid for it and i was like if you tell that person to touch my property They've officially vacated. I have whatever, like if they go into my property, I will get them for trespassing. This is going to get way at this point. Like I'm strictly business, right? Yeah. Like, no, you're not entitled to something that you did. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's a fixture that's fixed. Right. Like, and uh, it just escalated because I didn't handle the situation the way they wanted it handled. And then they felt they were forced to have to go buy a house. Blah, blah, blah. And when she came there, she was all fucking pissed with me, writing me a check for, the amount it was so small, it was like 137 bucks or something. Cause she's like, keep this, keep, keep the fucking lawnmower that's in the garage and or the shed that's probably still there. I haven't even go check. Like I and you know, basically F yourself. And uh here, here's the money I'm giving you. And I was like, Thank you. Okay. Like, and I, I was like, look, your friendship with my wife and this has nothing to do with each other. Like, you need to realize that you guys are the best friends. Like, you've been best friends since third grade. I stepped to the, and I was like, look, if, if it means that much to you, don't pay me a dime. Like, I'm just letting you know, I did what I was supposed to do it. Like, and I told her, I was like, I came over to your place within the first month. I had brand new carpet. I just spent $3,700 on and your dog took a shit right when I was watching. And she goes, I knew you were going to bring that up. And I was like, well, yes, that's why I need carpet cleaning. Like, of course I'm going to bring it up. I, I didn't bring it up the entire time until the end. And now the end is ad- ending badly. And that's what you're mad about. But like, it's the right thing to do because of this, right? Like, I'm not upset with what you guys have. I'm very she sorry. She should have claimed the fucking carpet. Right. And, she, and so she should have paid for it. And so I'm sitting there just going, look, I'm not upset about this. move. Like, I'm sorry you have to, I'm sorry you feel you need to have to move. And I'm sorry I can't handle the situation you want me, how you want me to handle it. But really, at the end of the day, I was a good landlord. I was very fair. I did everything you needed. I gave you this for a discount. Like, I... I just stated facts, right? Facts are facts are facts to me. <laughs> like, and so, you know, it's like, and then she, you know, again, the, the other friend that got her, which actually is Scott's daughter, uh, <laughs> which got in the way, um, that ruined a lot of stuff because she's just a fucking horrible person. Um, but then, you know, they, they're working things out. They don't see each other very often, but I'm just sitting here going, I'm very proud of who I am. I'm very proud I gave you that time where you had the cheap rent to save up the money to get through school, to get the job that you have now. If anything, I helped you in life get to where you are. You just don't see it, right? Because whether you want to see it, whether you don't, doesn't matter. This is, this is what I've done. Um, And sure. I didn't handle situations the way you wanted it to be handled. But again, it's go fight for me as a landlord in the court of law to say, Hey, if people are shitty, I want them out faster. Please go vote the way that you should, because I shouldn't have to have these types of things yeah. against me. Um, and most people don't realize that, right? Like, because because you smoke in my property, and yes, you flick a cigarette butt down, and you caught it on. I didn't. I can have you come testify. Are you going to? Yeah. Okay. 
great. Are you going to take off three days of work to figure out how to get this person to no longer have a lease, right? Um, are you willing to go to bat for that, right? Like, that's the only way I can do this, you know, type of a thing. And uh, the answer is always no type. You know, so I'm just like, look, I, and I, I even send stuff. I'm like, hey, this is what I sent. This is what I have back. This person is denying it. This will know they're doing. It. I can, I can prove it. Okay. Like, again, are you going to court with me? Right. <laughs> you have to do something about it. I've done all I physically can do. Right. Like, and every time I, if I smelled marijuana, I'm like, look, don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. I don't care. Like, no, it's not going to happen. Right. Like, and because I have that issue. Right. Uh, so that was the big thing with my, with my in-laws. Speaking of that, last straw. I'm at contract testing today. Yeah. Dude walks in. Mm-hmm. I think I might have gotten high. Oh, really? So she comes out from around the table, goes over to him and goes, we've been doing. What do you mean? She goes, you smell very strong right now. You can't do this if you smell like this. Yeah. So you either need to go get a change of clothing, you take a shower, something. But you can't do this smelling like this. Can't, you can't even wear cologne. No. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. You wouldn't think about that before you fucking come in here. And you have, you know, you have to check a checkbox that says, I won't wear cologne. I won't wear perfumes. I won't wear, I won't smell. Don't use scented soap. Yeah. Like you have all of this. You can't smell, you can't smoke a cigarette. Can't smoke. It says, I think an hour beforehand. Yeah. Like uh, you signed saying, Hey, this is what it is. Did he get all pissy? No, he was fine. He left. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, but again, people are dumb. Yeah. And they do dumb things. Yep. Well, and, and, you know, what started most of this is we we're camping and it smelled like weed on one of the last nights. And I was like, God, it fucking stinks. And my daughter goes, Why? It smells like grandma's house. It just irks me every fucking time. And uh, I'm guessing your in laws. Yeah. Oh. It smells, it smells like grandma and grandpa's house. And, I uh, didn't think it was your mom, but I had to no, ask. Smell like grandma grandpa's house, and I was like, it just irks me because, like, I've my father in law got into it however long ago when when marijuana became legal in Michigan type thing. I was like, hey, just uh, just a heads up, like, there's no smoking of any sorts in my property, and he's like, you can't tell me what to do and blah blah. blah. So I, I was like, yes, I can. Like, this is uh, this is my right, and and he posted so he sent me something, and so I went strictly into like the government, Granville's granville specifically and i was like here here's here's what I, my rights are i actually have the full right to refuse anything you can't like as a landlord I, you can't do this you can't smoke on my property you can't grow on my property you can't do anything and like i knew they grew my property at one point i know they smoked in my property so then my wife texted them and said hey weed was brought up again type thing so then they call bitching her out oh i'm i'm done with this i'm done with, and blaming it on me and i was like this has nothing to do with me like i told her i was like you can handle it i can and she's like i'll take care of it and i was like because if my daughter's smelling it and saying this is a thing i don't want my daughter around i don't want that that's who i am in life okay i i do the same thing with all my tenants whether you're my in-laws or not the fact is is like this is what i've said you don't well, want the place to smell like shit any large commercial like apartment complex like the really really big ones like the thousand units or whatever if you want to be able to smoke in one you're usually in a separate building you're paying a whole heck of a lot more rent because they realize they're going to have to pretty much 
power wash that thing uh in my in in my lease in theory and that's what like i haven't been and that's okay here's here's the truth so if i smell smoke it's 25 or 250 dollar fucking fee mm. okay um it also automatically states that you will be charged per square foot to paint the entire place so this is 1900 square feet times whatever the hell i have in my lease like you are now owing me twenty seven hundred dollars let's just say right like sorry nineteen double thirty eight hundred dollars because i have to paint the whole entire place like Mm -hmm. you don't get to paint it like i have to because i'm going to go spray all the walls and do all this get all the smell out technically now you owe me for carp any carpet this house has all hardwood um but like you are responsible for all smoke damage and they don't see it that way right like they don't know what they signed because they just they didn't pay any attention right well so you know that it's just it's whatever for them um you know so there's so many there's so many things and, and that's the whole thing is like people they, they only want for them right they yep. don't see two sides of every story because i look at things and i'm like uh you know what can i do and and you know oh i should be able to have a dog here well i first of all i don't allow dogs and also my tenant downstairs is allergic to them right <laughs> like you know whatever it is if if I have a policy, it's for a reason of some sort, right? And, and you know, I it, it, plain and simple. This is, I'm not, I don't, I don't, um, abuse my power, right? I just do what what I'm what I'm legally allowed to do and what I get. Right? I hold myself to a very high ethical standard. I live by my ethics, right? Like, I'm not. And so, yeah, and so it just kind of blew up. And then, so now my in-laws said that they're going to look for a new place and uh, a bunch of stuff. So I was like, great. And I told my wife, I was like, fine, we're selling the property. And, uh, um, and then she's she's like, oh, hey, I, I want to, uh, you know, we should let them have time and stuff like that. And I was like, why? Why should they get the time to have the benefit to... Where, where now I'm going to risk the economy changing and I'm going to get lower than what I could officially sell it for. Right. Like yeah, you're in the time to sell right now. I've already like, I've already given them nine years, plenty of fucking time. Eight, right. Like, and, and, you know, they're pissed because, and this was my wife's choice. This is so much to air out, but uh, my, my wife's grandparents moved into an apartment because they couldn't maintain their house anymore and stuff and so and then they moved into a retirement home mm-hmm. well during this time they were going to sell the house so they were going to let my wife's parents live there just for taxes like just for the price of taxes yeah and uh my wife's like well they don't have the money to survive over here and you know we didn't know that end of care was going to end up the way it did right like but um you know he's still in a retirement home and stuff like that but like they don't have they're not millionaires right like right and so you know she didn't want them to take advantage of them she'd rather have them take advantage of us and i was like sure i agree with that that's fine like so i did what i was i did what i was asked to do go sell the house get it out there boom sold it and it made me look like an asshole because i sold i said hey what do you want for it? this this is what i think you can get great i sold it in less than 24 hours oh daughter looks at it i think we can get 10 grand more or whatever i go back to the person i was like hey do this yep fine sell it right well oh this person made money and i was like technically they didn't because there's stuff that but yeah it just it was whatever but i'm like in theory all i did was i was told and i did what i'm good at yeah right like you know i i sold my best friend's parents house 
they were like, oh, we got to get it sold at some point. And there was lollygagging. And I was like, you want to sell? I listed it. Well, I, I put it out for my own people type thing. Mm-hmm. I had it sold within 36 hours for full asking price of what they wanted. Yep. Actually, I'm, I don't even know if I got it more. But like, they didn't come back and say, oh, this is this. This is what you wanted. This is what you have. I got you everything you wanted. And I, what I got from them was, thank you, thank you, thank you. Nick, your hotel room in Reno, I got it. Thank you. Right? And I'll buy you some beers. Great. That's what I got from them. What I got from the other people was, oh, you know, this person made money, this, this, this. We could have we could have had a free place to live. We could have done whatever. Yep, you could have taken advantage of somebody else. You're absolutely correct. And it would have been your own parents, and you would have been fine with it. And my own wife wasn't going to stand for that. So don't blame me for it. Because And that's my favorite part is they blame me for it, right? They think I was the issue. And I'm like, I'll take all that blame, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I will. you don't care. Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm a bad guy. Like, yeah. but again, nothing to do with me. I asked grandma and grandpa, what do you want to do? Yeah. You said this. I said this, right? It, we talked about it the same as, and that's who I am as a person. That's really hard. When we, when I went to the, my, uh, my school, the school night thing or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asked school to do board. school board meeting. I was asked to do this job. Mm-hmm. I wasn't asked to do anything. Else. What you want from me, you asked me to do it. That's what I'm going to give you. Right. I'll exceed at what I do in that. Like not other things, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I and again, when it comes to real estate, you tend to be really good at it. Right? <laughs> like I tell Don that shit all the time. I'm like, throw me under the bus. I don't give a shit. Yeah. She's like, Well, I shouldn't have to do that. I can be the bad guy too. And I'm like, Yeah, but you don't have to be. I tell her that here all the time. So she listened to a person she knows at iHeartRadio. Yeah. Because they want to do this promotional thing for us. Yep. Now they're looking at $1,500 a month for a minimum of three months. Okay. Plus they want $2,500 in swaps, which they want to be able to come in and do a session and they gave away gift cards. I said, so this is costing me 7,000 bucks. Plus that lost revenue on that $2,500 that I'm giving away. I said, Don, to break even on this, I would have to make, about it that way, yeah. I would have to make, over thirteen thousand dollars in direct sales for this to make sense and this is the first time don has said 9500 but yeah this is the first time don has let me be the bad guy yeah so she says to me yesterday or today hey you respond to that email so i can forward your response i'm like yeah send it to my work email so she sent it to my break room email and i basically laid it out listen I would need to make $14,000 on direct sales that I cannot track to make this make sense. This does not make sense for us as a business. We will not be doing this. Thank you for all your hard work putting this together. It's a no. And I'm fine being the bad guy. Don doesn't want, you know, her to think that, Hey, I didn't give it due thought or anything. And honestly, Don's initial reaction was, I can't fucking afford that. There's no way I can afford that. Because, I mean, you know, we're talking 4500 plus the 2500 Yeah, 7000 Yeah. But, like, and so, but and the, the problem is, is that's called sales, right? So people make you, oh, no. You, it'll be either, A, think of how much money you're going to bring in, or it'll be on the opposite side. I mean, you're, you're not making that kind of money where you can't afford it. So now you feel like shit because your business isn't growing the way it should. Yeah. But if your business isn't growing the way it should, this is going to help. No, no, it's not. Like, you're not promising me a damn thing. We did. And, and most of the advertisement will be done on their online site. Oh, that's bad. You do online. She goes, well, 
it, it'll track whoever clicks from our link and goes to your page. Right. But it won't track who actually books an appointment. No. So I don't know if these people did anything. They can just click and go. I click and go to places all the time. I don't necessarily buy shit. Right. So I need to know specifically. I wonder why Mike's having so many issues. Yeah. I need to know specifically, maybe what you're giving me and yep. what you're giving me doesn't add up for me. It just doesn't. Yep. We did the radio thing for a couple of months before. Um, I think she spent, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks on it, yeah. let's say. And you didn't see sales. We asked, we asked how you hear of us and people put different reasons all the time. Yep. If 10 people said they heard us on the radio, I'd be fucking shocked. Yeah. Now I know people heard us on the radio because I can get messages from friends. Yeah. Hey, I heard you guys commercial. That's cool. Yeah. But people weren't necessarily booking because they heard us. Yep. No, and hers is, you know, you, you got to be out there and in, 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 in person and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what, uh, you know, to me, it'd be fun because like she likes to go to events, right? Like the pride event and she likes to do these types of things. I think there's got to be a way for you to have like a mini break thing, right? Something yeah. that breaks, some, something that breaks that you could quickly put back together or whatever. And people can, you know, that way it doesn't, not glass or whatever, but let's just say, you know, uh, my, my quick thought, I, uh, remember those, uh, con- connects, right? Yeah. So like, bam, smash the connects and it explodes. So that way people, you know, something small and the or the uh yeah and, and then it just goes into pieces and now you have a couple extra so somebody has to sit there and keep putting that's just a quick thought right but it'd be like hey okay that was fun let's see if yep. we can do something else right like, you know when you think about it when you go to uh you, you ever done the baseball pitch the three baseballs and you have to guess your third one yeah so right like you know why that works so much right why your adrenaline gets on the third one it gets so much you're usually off right because people can't stay constant like they'll throw two fine the third one they're like oh yeah i got this because they want to keep and so like you're because the idea is you're supposed to hit 70 70 70 right yeah mm-hmm. or in between the two or whatever it is yeah so um it be, because so like, that's the whole idea is just, hey can i let's do this all right cool that was fun let's go do something else right, right so that way you don't have to have glass and safety things so um no you know i mean i i don't know i i get worked up and i get it but like you know, it goes back to, you know, there's a lot going on in my life, right? And and when you feel like everything is on your shoulders, it gets tough, right? And then, yeah. and then again, it goes back to words, right? So when you tell me I'm a stay-at-home dad, that just fucking hits me, right? Just just after two days of you saying, well, we're not communicating, we'll we'll just live a sad married life that you know is not communication. I was like, is that how you really feel like? And the problem is, is you and I are the same, right? We're just roommates. That's what I heard for a long time. Right. We're just roommates. You know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, uh, and, but the problem is we, we do, we love each other. Right. And I mean, um, so I want to go to another topic quick. Uh, we went to the deck, yeah. which, but it was a real estate meetup. Yep. And my wife got to meet some of, some of the people that motivate me who are very, 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 very Republican. Yep. And then, but she also got to meet other people um and you know i was like hey do you want to start going to more of these and uh and um she's like oh god no but um you know because she she always gives me shit because she thinks all i do is just go drink and you know i i'm going to drink and not do whatever i'm like no i'm building relationships you just don't see it right like again the home depot thing yes i wasn't i've gone to 
you know, I've gone to, to B-dubs uh, and had lunch and I'm talking to a, a roofer and I'm like, oh, I got these things. Hey, can you go quote them for me? Next thing I know, my, my lunch is paid for, right? So sure, it's 30 bucks or whatever it is. They paid for it. Like, I'm not doing it to get that, but like now we have a relationship and now I have a, now I have a roofer that can go out to Muskegon for me, right? <laughs> like I have these connections that I'm building and she doesn't look, she doesn't understand that everything I do for the most, you know, like, unless we're, unless I'm with her in the sense, everything I do is for this thing, right? Like, yes, I'm hungry. Where am I going? Now I'm going to spark conversation. And like, that's who, I, because that's how I build my business is, Hey, you know, um, I was drinking with my flooring guy, one of my flooring guys. And he, oh, for you, don't tell anybody. I'll do it for seventy cents a square, right? Like type of, and it's just like, man, I love you, man. You keep me busy. You do all that, and I was like, uh, dude, thanks, man. Like, we'll we'll make this happen. The event Don had here that we talked to Sarah at. Yep. Uh, there was no alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we couldn't have brought alcohol. Oh yeah. But there was no alcohol. Yep. We we drank three or four sodas each. Yeah. But. I mean, you are great at working a room. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to talk to people. So I just follow you around because I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. But you do. Yeah. And you never walk in there and go, hey, my name's Nick. This is what I do. You go, hey, my name's Nick. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and everybody wants to talk about themselves. 100%. So they are so happy that you've walked in and said, hey, what do you do? Yep. And and that's some, and, and so like, sometimes I do need my, my, ego boosted right yeah. i'm not not afraid to admit that right like i do and so you know it's i i am i forget that i'm good at what i do mm -hmm. okay like i'm not afraid to admit that either right like i sometimes forget that i am good at what i do and uh you know so that, like that right like yeah i mean that's why i do it because i've been in this business i know it works i know that this is going to make this happen right like i i enjoy it i'm good at it right and so all right now can i monetize it? and that's the thing i'm bad at is actually getting to it so yeah. like all right hey can that yeah is that lunch spiff great we were we were at the deck sure i ended up having a pretty big bar tab um my wife ate and did this and that but like at the end of the night if she would have waited in the night my my buddy who and I, we'd split a, we split a couple of buckets and, uh, but so he's like, Nope, food's on me, man. Oh, you guys want another drink? Like, yep. It's on me type of thing. Like that's who he is. And when he's in my town, like, yeah, I got this. Right. Also the guy that bought me a $450 shot of Pappy Van Winkle. Right. Yeah. Like, um, but it's, it's, Hey, so this is, this is what we can do. Um, you know, I, I look at it as, and it's funny because I've really, what I've given him is friendship. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need a dime of my money. He doesn't need anything of knowledge. But what he gets from me is friendship, motivation, right? Sometimes we all get in the down thing. And trust me, even when I'm a down, I actually just opened up to two of my friends because we went to sushi yesterday. And my buddy Dan looks at me and he's, we're at the end of our meal type of thing. He's like, all right, I know what Austin is doing. You guys know what I'm, Nick, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I'm fucking burned. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm hating everything right now. I didn't want to get out of bed to come here with you guys. And I thought you'd bail. So I was laying in my bed when I texted, Hey, are we still on for lunch? 
thinking that you both were going to say no. And uh, they're like, holy shit, right? Like, it just, it was weird. You know, they weren't expecting it. And I was like, I don't tell like, right when you see me at a meetup, yep, I'm right there. Hey, what do you got? Like, I will always shake your hand. I'll always be there for you. I'll listen to everything. But yeah, I'm just. We know how to turn it on. 100%. Right? Like, I, I, I say, you know, and when I, when I, and my problem is, is when I turn it off, I just want to be off. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you see it. I mean, some of the, you know, what the things my wife wants is like me to be more attentive and things like that. I've gone swimming five, seven times this year. I think it's been quite a bit Yeah, compared to what I've, I've left my pants inside unless I knew I was getting a phone call, but like out of the seven times I've swam five or six of them, I've left my, my phone with my pants pocket inside. Like the one time I had it out and you seen TJ showed up, right? Yeah. I was like, Oh man, my, my pants are on the thing. I didn't even, I wasn't expecting anybody. Yeah. Type. And, uh, I was like, I didn't answer any phone calls. I didn't do anything. Like, I'm here. I'm attentive. I'm being this part of it. Right. So like, to me, it's like, Hey, I'm trying on everything that I not say everything, but like, you know, for the most part, I'm doing these types of things. So that's why it's like, it's hard. I, I told the girls at one point, you know, when we were having one of our come to Jesus meetings, I'm like, listen, we show up here. We have shit going on too. I said, you guys don't know first or second week of practice. I left on. Yeah. I woke up at my daughter's house you knew something was up because I wasn't in a real happy mood, but you didn't know what was going on. And I didn't bring any of that to practice. Yeah. I didn't treat anybody differently. I did what I need to do because I need to turn it on now. And I need to be a coach, not a husband. Yep. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And it takes some of those things sometimes to get kids to understand that. Yeah. You, we all come here with baggage, but when we're here, we're here. Yep. This is what we're focused on. Our baggage needs to, you know, Stop at the dugout. This is my job. Yeah. Right. Like you asked me to come here to do this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it the best of my ability. Yeah. I'm going to give you everything I got. Yep. And then I'm going to go back to me. Right. Yeah. Like at that point, don't bother me. And, and, you know, the ones I'm really close to knew I was miserable, yep. but they didn't know why. Karen and Chris knew I was miserable. They did know why. Yeah. Um, And I just kept, you know, trying to move forward, yeah. you know, and I'll keep telling you. I, I think it's a good idea to have an impartial person to help you and Courtney talk to each other because you're in the same fucking rut I've been in. Yeah. Um, and if you need somebody, I, I can suggest people, but I'm not going to tell you you have to, because I mean, it's up to you guys on, on where you want to be. She is. I'm, I'm not saying that Dawn doesn't get it or didn't get it, but she's exhibiting a lot of the things that I was feeling from Dawn in the fact that, I, I feel this way and you're not validating anything I feel. So therefore I'm just a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us to deal with that because we already have a negative view of ourselves in the first place. You know, I, I make the joke all the time. Cons of being my friend. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Pros of being my friend. I'm your asshole. So, yeah. so people know, and Mike has said it time and time again. Yeah. You're hard to deal with. You're a prick. Mm -hmm. But if, the chips are down. You're the motherfucker I want on my side because you're a prick. Yeah. Well, you know, we talk about turning it on, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about this episode. This isn't a happy episode in any no. way. I wouldn't say, but we're going to have a timeshare person on and you and I are going to give the best episode that's out there. Right? Yeah, we're like, going to absolutely turn it on because yeah. it's time to talk about timeshares right. and, and exactly. what goes on with them. And I have, I have questions. I wrote down questions today because yep. I have questions. You'll start writing the minute he starts talking. Yep. 
because that's going to be our focus at that point. I didn't come in with any preconceived notion about this one because I knew I was going to talk about it, my shitty mental health and your shitty mental health, and let's go. Well, say right before we got on, right? I mean, actually, you were on you were on Twitch, but I was sitting here slouched. Yeah. Head down, like hat off, like just sipping on a beer. Like well, you had said, hey, let's do this episode sleeping on the, right. the van chairs. Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> you know, but then it's like, all right, let's get into it. Like, this is this is what we're here for. Like, let's dive in because you know, you and I both know that we need to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Granted, on air, do we need to talk about how in-depth our life is? No, but we want everybody else out. And it's it's hard because, like, I know that if someday we ever get big, mm-hmm. these things can come bite us and it'll, you know, yeah. it'll do whatever. But, um, hey, look, these people are unstable and stuff like that. But, like, there's, there's so many other people in this. I'd rather save that person that's in this world than have the one person follow us because... Mm-hmm you know, oh, we give by advice, but we can't we can't keep our own relationships around, you know? Well, I haven't announced this yet, but maybe this is a good time to announce this on air. I want to make sure I have the date. I'm going right. on vacation next week? Yeah, it's no. a great thing to announce. Um, October, I want to say two. Yep. October 2nd, which is my aunt's birthday. She's no longer with us. Yeah. You and I are actually giving a talk at a mental health conference. Oh, sweet. Cool. Um, I need I need to invite you to that because I'm sure it's not on your calendar. Fuck no. So I will make sure I invite you. The second, October two. Do you need a third? I mean, you can come if you'd like. Absolutely. A Monday. Okay. It's a Monday. Uh, we're going to be right after lunch, so probably around noon or one. Okay. Um, we can be there for the whole conference. What? Why are you giving me this look? I'm trying to figure out what I'm writing down. Um, mental health conference. Yep. Um, we can be there for the whole conference, but we don't necessarily have to be there for the whole conference. Sure. It's going to be a moderated session where we're basically asked questions from the man's point of view. Yep. Because, you know, Don's helping put this on. And I told her, I said, nobody talks about men's mental health. They mm-hmm. just fucking don't. Well, and, you know, I'm, my friends don't listen to this. And, uh, you know, my, my, his wife, his wife wanted some attention. And he wasn't, he, he just wasn't feeling his, his own self, right? Yep. He's just like, dude, I hate myself right now. Like, I want to lose a little bit of weight type thing. And so he's like, look, I, I just don't want to. And like, that's not okay. But like, when, you know, it, but women want it to be okay to be like, oh, I have a headache or, hey, I'm, I'm feeling bloated or feeling whatever. And it's like, man, why can't a guy just feel that way? Like, again, we talked about, we've talked, I've said it multiple times. I kind of start hating who i am i'm building up my self-esteem it's very slowly back to feeling good about myself and like honestly i turn it on because like i take my shirt off every time i'm in public with my kid type thing because i want her to understand that everybody is just okay and you have to accept it right like um and i as much as it makes me uncomfortable i don't care like because i'm turning it on for everybody else i don't care if you're the big guy who then makes fun of me for being a bigger guy guess what you're you're officially self-conscious no longer right like good man i've impacted that fact of things like and you know so it's you know you never want to be the biggest guy at the buffet (laughs) like well you know and i've I've had my struggles with that too because you know my father has basically called me a fat ass all the shit yeah Yeah. and he'll deny it but that's what he's done my entire fucking life and it used to bother me yeah and it just doesn't anymore because that doesn't define who i am 
do I need to lose weight? Yeah, I need to fucking lose weight. Would I be happier if I lost weight? Yeah, I would be. But it's not fucking easy to lose weight. Right. It's not as easy as everybody thinks. Um, but like, you know, my, my thing, I grew up, oh, you have to eat, you have to get big, you have to do this, you have to, you know, and, and so different. And then it was like, oh, man, you're going to get as big as your brother. You're going to do that. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you've taught me my whole life that I have to eat and get full and stuff because you don't know where the next meal is coming and you don't know this. And then all of a sudden, I'm too big for what you like. Like, you didn't help me along the way. And now you're just, oh, you're on your own. And I was like, God damn, man. Like, yeah, it's just that, that's how I look at things. And I'm like, man, I was not raised the same as, as other people. Yeah. So I want to tell this story because I went into work and this morning and I don't know why I felt like the red it's been a busy week it's kind of I mean not stressful necessarily for me but like some people I work with have had a tough time and I've always tried to help them but I went into work today and it was, it was like very flat for some reason and it was like then I started like talking to some of the people that I get along with really well at work again they are having a whole lot worse time than I am. And so like one guy, you know, I saw he was in a lot earlier than he normally is. Like he was in by like eight and he's normally a 8.30 to nine guy. And I'm like, you know, you're in early. He's like, oh, you know, I'm still dealing with trying to get out of, you know, the place I'm living and get a new place since they're going to sell that house that the condo I'm living in. And we talked a lot about it and then you know he, he kind of left feeling better that you know he opened up to me and you know I listened and then for the end of the day you know I'm walking down and one of another you know a British guy go I, I I need to go drinking with him it's kind of like how we've always talked about we need to go drinking with Lawrence yeah yeah this is how Jordan is and I'm like he's just I could just tell he's down and I'm like I'm like okay give me a hug and he like gave me a hug he's like Thank you. I'm like, I really need that. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I can just, I can tell by the look in your face that you are not having a good day. And it, it just, it raised my spirits to be like, okay, I just help people. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know if I've talked about this on air before, but when I was at Godwin and, and we did this a tiny bit at Coopersville, I used to require my kids to write a letter to somebody influential in their life yeah and i did this because oh sorry yeah. you, you told me you told this one before i don't the, know that was gonna the person that wrote about you i ran into at the casino which one lovers oh yeah <laughs> Say. but yeah but uh are you, are you I, talking about the one who was gonna like kill herself till she got asked to be on the team no that was something different that was that was just something we did around the fire saying hey tell us something about you that gotcha. nobody knows but no, this one was specifically to somebody that, you know, was influential in your life. And I do it because there was a study done by Soul Pancake that they measured the person's mood before they read it and after they read it. And their mood improved so much by reading it, so much more than the person that they read it to, because they felt that pride of making somebody else feel good. And I, I used to tell the girls all the time, listen, I, you know, it giving that thanks or that appreciation is very important for the person that's getting it. But you'll you won't understand how important it is for you until you actually sit there and do it. And, you know, like Mike said, he, he knew this guy needed a hug and he felt not even talking. I'm just like I could just see the look in his face and I just went, 
Yeah. I just put my arms out and he's like, thank you. And I'm like, and how great did you feel? I felt great. And then literally as I'm walking back to my office, like 45 minutes later, he's in his office. And I'm like, you need another hug before I leave. And he's like, yes, this was good. Because literally right before he walked in, I got another email that just like made, put another like huge dent in my day. I'd already had two big dents in my day. Well, and you're not a hugger. I'm not. I'm, like, I'm a hugger once I... I've been a hugger, I think, with my immediate family because we were never huggers. Yeah. But I know, like, there have been times, like, I know, like, when my dad was going through a lot of shit, I knew my mom needed hugs. Oh, yeah. And I went outside of my comfort zone and I did it. Like, I'm I honestly mean, not uncomfortable hugging, like, you and Mikey and things like that because I've gotten used to it. Yeah, because I don't give you a choice. Yeah. And, and I, I've always like, been that like, way. My family was not a touchy, huggy family. Well, and I, I would agree. I don't think mine really was either. I think for whatever reason that I was lacking that. So I, you know, I always tried to you added it to do better. Like a way to, yeah, which is good. I mean, like, I, I've appreciated it. It's, there have been times I've been like, yeah, I'm really glad, glad I, you know, I needed that. Well, and I, I know that, you know, a lot, a lot of the ways I compensate her because, you know, it's, it was something I didn't have growing yeah. up. Like we didn't tell each other how we felt about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, the same that, way with my family, especially once my sister died when we were young, it was yeah. like yeah. this, like very like different, like environment. See, and I've always wanted the people that are important to me to know that they are important to me because again you you don't know what somebody's going through necessarily but you, you can let them know that you give a shit and, and nick you've talked about that too i mean you know just let them know hey i'm here for you if you need me yeah. let me know but it was even like you know like well i mean you know what went on with like my daughter and yeah what happened at my sister's house on yeah. my nephew's birthday like literally it was like so weird they're literally like it's earlier that day and I'm like, you know, it's, I mean, COVID sucked, but I mean, honestly, like when COVID hit, I mean, the only people I felt comfortable hanging around with were like going over to my sister's house with my kids or hanging out with you guys. Yeah. And to the point where I got really close with like my sister again. And it was just like horrible that that happened on that same day. And now it's almost like there's a part of me that's like, why did you just keep, it's like, I've always said, like, I feel like I curse things when I say stuff. Mm-hmm. You've said it before. I mean, it's always never anything that major, but it's like, don't say anything or the Cubs are going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Well, I mean, this, this motherfucker would sit there and be like, I think Javi Baez will hit a home run here. Two pitches later, Javi Baez hits a fucking home run. And it's I like, still, I think the favorite was what was it? We were playing, but it, was, it wasn't the day we played mound ball at the series. It was the day we were doing things based on, like, we picked a player. Yeah, we picked a player, and you got like, points and based like, on I'm what like, they well, did. Honestly, if this guy hits a home run and his next at bat, this guy's going to actually win. It was Devin White. If the guy White. hits a home run and his next at bat. I mean, which we love, because, I mean, about the Cubs, like, even, I think they were already ahead, but then they just stretched it out even more. So you didn't have to be like a Rod Beck come, old Batman coming in to try to save the game. Hell yeah, Rod Beck was the best. So we're we're rolling on to almost two hours here. Yeah. What uh 
what well, final messages do we want to give people? Also, the final messages, right? Like, I I want you guys to understand that, you know, I. It's funny. I I, I am pretty much an open book, and uh, I share. And people say I, sh- I overshare, but I want people to understand that, like, hey, first of all, if you're going through this, like, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. What whether you're gonna feel bad that we're going through stuff and you don't feel like we could take it no we're here for that right yep. like uh, there's a point where we can always take more and um you know we 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 like that um we share this as as men because we're definitely on the men's side of things like we don't feel like men's voices are heard we don't feel that men are appreciated for some of the things right and I don't mean it in a negative connotation of like, but like there's a huge. So you have to understand that most men are raised to be men, be the man, mm-hmm. be whatever. And so when you're, when you're there, like you have a vulnerability, like I have to be, I have to be a provider. I have to be the, mm-hmm. the biggest man. And yes, it hits my ego in a sense of being a stay at home dad. That wasn't my dream, mm-hmm. right? My dream was to do what the fuck I want when I want if you worded it different and said, yeah, isn't it, isn't it crazy that all of our guys, you know, can be at home with the kids and they all have successful things going. It's a whole different setting, right? Like, yeah. Hey, you know, uh, it, words can be just said so different. So, um, well, I mean, Don said that to me yesterday. She goes, I get that Nick's depressed, but he has most things that he wanted. I mean, he literally can do what he wants when he wants, for the most part and i said yeah but that doesn't necessarily resonate you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily hit home well and and it's very hard it's very hard to do it at 34 mm-hmm. well, I think, like i mean look at childhood stars oh you made it big when you were young and now what right like when you reach what you think is your full potential the hard part is seeing more potential, right? Mm-hmm. So like, hey, should I seek help in that help in that aspect? Probably. But like I've accomplished more in my life than I ever thought I would. Right. Like now what? Right. And so now it's like I focus on being the best dad I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I try to think I try to be a good husband, but I have to learn that I have to listen more and care more like i don't care like right again i have to try to figure out how to get over this whole cleaning thing and like she wants me to actually help out but like you know i'm like hey the pool's ready for you anytime like the, the this like she for i have to figure out how to get her to see that hey i'm doing these things it's not because i want to i don't give a shit what my grass looks like i don't care what my you know i don't want the damn pool but like i'm still doing like it right you, i really don't care like if a neighbor comes by my grass isn't like perfectly yeah. I literally pay my son to do that. Yeah. And, I mean, and, he's, he's learned to do a pretty good job with it. But if it's got some spots and long grass, I'm like, I don't care. I mean, it's just, he's only basically been mowing lawns for not even a full year yet. And then in Michigan, basically yeah. like four months of mowing lawn. And he's only mowed my lawn. It's yeah. like he's out there, you know, learning the best you know yeah. ways to do it by you know mowing other people's lawns yeah different different angles and like my buddy's wife right like she made the comment or whatever oh you know go to your house and it, your grass isn't cut or whatever and i'm like fuck do i care right like, oh apparently you do okay so like 
now I, I turned into like a half a joke. I'm like, hey, just let you know I saw to you because I was mowing my grass because I wanted you to be proud of the fact that my grass is mowed for you. You know what I tell people to say that to me? <laughs> so, you don't like it? Fucking mow it. <laughs> no. It's, you know, so it's just, but guys, like we, we generally care. Um, I hope you, in, I hope you aren't going through the same things, but like, if you are just know that you're not alone. That's why I share it. Right. I share because I know that there's other people are going through it. I mean, David, you and not, you've said multiple times just in this episode, like Nick, you're going through the same thing, whether it's resonating with me. Like I actually believe it's the same thing. That's something I have to figure out. Like I, you know, I went through counseling forced as a kid. Like that's why I have such a negative connotation of it. Right. Like it's different I, now. It really yeah, is. But like, and and then I look at so many things and it's like, I don't know. I'm going to walk in and hold you to a very, very high standard. Are you married? How long have you been married? Oh, really? Two days? You fucking think you can do better? Fuck you. Like, you know, that, I'm always going to uh, aggressively attack that, right? Like, well, see, and our therapist is much younger than us. Yeah. And married, but she'll talk about the fact that, yeah, my husband and I, we have the same types of arguments. She goes, but we start asking each other questions and why are we doing these things instead of attacking the other one? And if if we're doing that, it doesn't feel like we're fighting anymore. Now we're saying, this is how I feel. Yeah. How do you feel instead of, well, fuck you. You shouldn't feel that way. <laughs> and you made me you feel gotta, like shit. You've got to reach that point, And it takes a while to reach that point. It does. But, don't so, think but, but, but the I'm, point I'm, I'm making is, is really like, anybody that's still listening gone this far like guys we we are we are men we're all fathers we're all here we've we've gone through some crap right and and we all have different parts of our lives so again if you want to share you want to talk about it you want to say anything we're we're always willing for some feedback so yeah you can find us everywhere it'd be interesting to like throw out there the idea of a true let's get people to get online and talk you guys are willing to get people online to talk about their finances but are they willing would in a situation like this would they be willing to talk about their mental health because i mean i'm gonna throw like i I normally don't say much at the end other than kind of but this one i have a lot of thoughts on and first i'm going to start with a direct item to nick nick would like dave and i went into today knowing that there needed to be a discussion of mental health because of what you're dealing with. I did not realize how certain things like what Courtney would say to you, like made you feel like what you do to bring money into your family seems like she doesn't think it means as much as like what she does. And I feel bad for you about that. And I'm hoping that you guys can work through that and she can understand that even though yours is by owning a lot of properties and things like that. I mean, that's the nest egg you guys are going to, if you, you're going to be able to retire off of. And things like that. And and that's, you know, and I say, it's just, it's hard because I know it. She just, she might think she knows it, but she doesn't, she doesn't say it or doesn't actually appreciate, you know, but she won't appreciate, I won't, I won't get that love and affection until, years down the road when she's ready to be done and then goes holy shit we're yeah, we're, to go we're, we're, we're there, there what, right we're at the point why don't i sell all my properties and she realizes holy crap we've got right we can retire on a beach in like mexico for the rest of our life yeah like we, we can you know i won't have a few money but i will have 
I'll be okay. You're going to have like, <laughs> like, where you can put Emerson or like whatever she wants to do in her future. If she wants to go to college, yep. if she wants to get learn a trade, yep. you're going to have the money to help her do that. And That's you're going to have the money to retire comfortably and not have to be have to be a greet. Neither of you have to be a greeter at Walmart or Meyer. Right. Well, unless I want to, right? <laughs> so, unless, well, unless you want to. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah. that would be you because you'd be the one willing to say hi to everybody. That would not be he yeah, and I. He and I would maybe open our own brewery or something after we I steal all the uh, best ideas from uh, Andrew and uh, Dustin at Apoptosis. But again, another thought is I, I, I echo 100%. Like, reach out if you're having issues and i'm like and i'm going to add this to the idea of if dotted would be willing to let me join too on that day because i think you two have a lot to say but there's one experience i've gone through that neither one of you have oh, yeah, you've gone through which divorce, i think is very important to men and that's going through a divorce yeah and i mean i'm very blessed i like and trust me every time i think about things like you come up quite a bit in my mind because i'm like if this happens well, people i respect that i'm gonna sit here and say hey man how do you live with yourself only seeing your kid half the time that you used to right because i it's it's it's, it's horrible that's people, the worst that is honestly like if i was without kids and had gotten a divorce you'd be like okay you know it sucks <laughs> but right it's literally the fact that I don't get to see my kids all the time. Yep. And and dude, I tell this to Courtney all the time. I'm like, my kid will go to school. And I actually I hate school because they take my kid from me. <laughs> you know, like there's times I'd love to be away from my kid, but like, like really, there's times where it's like I just feel like I haven't seen her because like we'll do I'll do it Monday night, I'll do a podcast Wednesday, I'll do a, a Thursday. And Courtney's like, Oh, you're gone all the time. And I'm like, man, and then like Friday will come and I'll be like, Man, I, I miss that kid. Like, and we have these weekend plans and she's got all this, and I'm like, I just when it's my kid. like when... you said, yeah, the age Emerson is, it's a different thing. Like yeah. she truly is still like very, very dependent on you and Courtney. Yeah. My kids are to the age where I mean they're still kind of dependent, but not as much. So for me, school is not as much about me missing them because I know like they're at that point where like this is going to basically even if they don't want to do anything when they get out of high school, other than get into the workforce or, you know, get a trade or whatever, which is perfectly fine. It's the fact that they're at that age now where it's like, it's a, this is middle school and Max now is going to be going into high school where it's like, you know, my daughter's dealt with a lot of shit over the last like year-ish. Yeah. And I feel horrible. And I've told people when I, as I said, I think I told on the air once I had joined a, resource group at my work it's all about emotional health and wellness yeah my first meeting they were like it probably would be good if we had you know somebody was willing to kind of talk about their first meeting i went to and i'm like i'm more than willing to talk at the next meeting because i've been through so much and, it, and one of the things i said was you can deal with health issues you can yourself you can deal with like emotional issues yourself but when it's your kid dealing with them it's a completely different because you're literally like this is the person that in my these are the people in my life that I mean I would I say like you know I would if I had if Dave was fight going into a fight I would be there with a baseball bat and whatever I need to do to fight side by side with them but it's like 
the only two people in my life I would literally like throw myself in front of a gun for are my two kids. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm going to say this, my, my last thought. There were like three years that Caitlin had to go visit Dickhead for summers. Yeah. And I hated summer at that point because I didn't get to see my kid for six weeks. And I literally didn't want to get out of fucking bed for six weeks yeah. because I didn't get to see my daughter. And it was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. I I I couldn't go through that again. I mean that that was just for me that was misery. What I so, mean it, I, it helped like for me it I didn't like when I couldn't see my stepkids, but I went into that relationship knowing that was going to be the situation. Sure. You went into the relationship thinking that Dick had the staff. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, that was a whole different. We got into the relationship, uh, but yeah. that's for another episode. Yeah. And he was <laughs> he mysteriously died, but came back to life. Yeah, it only happened one other time. Nick uh, hit us. Hey guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, not woed the episode. Uh, really, it's teaching you over our lives. So as always, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, we we want to get it out there. We're not looking for pity. We're looking for we're, we're, we're looking to help people. Um, thanks to Anheuser-Busch uh, for the Bud Light. I, uh, I appreciate it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah, uh, for those of you on Twitch, we're going to shut down Twitch for 20 minutes, and then we'll be right back with you. Mike, I, I do love that bottle opener. That's good. The best beers are something. Shared the with best friends. beers are the ones you drink with friends. There you go. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back really, really soon. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And, and brews. brews. Bucks and brews. <laughs>